Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, sitting by lamplight, enjoying a cool glass of chocolate milk, and talking to these two weirdos about video games. So why don't you join me, Tom Wolford, Mr. Hush, Ricardo Gonsalves, Hello. And the resident Spanish person, Bob Moratti. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. All right. We know the formula by now. We're going to talk about games. Games is this? Games. I, actually, I'm going to speak about. I'm going to talk about game singular. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, to okay. change things up a little bit. For a bit of background information, uh, Hush lives in a very boring place, <laughs> a very dull part of the world where instead of just sitting around in your house all weekend, you have to actually go out and do stuff, do things <laughs> like walking and mountaineering and playing with animals. I don't know what. Uh, and paragliding, that's what I did yesterday. I don't even know why you're in the group. Man. And, I, and I survived, I survived. Paragliding, walking... What, who are you? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it's just, what are you doing here? It's a new me, a new me. I still play. And I enjoy listening to you guys and reading uh, all your articles, so that works. <laughs> it's nothing like a nice it's compliment. Nice to have you. It's nice to have you. But yeah. It is but, nice to see you again. Yeah, but this week, actually, I had a bit of time. So I managed to play a game that actually that Tom is very familiar with. So, Firewatch. So, you know how it is. Like you just said... I have a very busy life, so I thought, hmm, let me play something that I'm sure it's going to be good, but short as well, so I can definitely dedicate a bit of time and actually finish a game. So, Firewatch, you mean the latest shooter from Blizzard? <sighs> Obviously. Firewatch. <laughs> 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 we always need to talk about Blizzard here, right? Yes. It's, it's just a thing. It's uh... that's my the, that's my episode plug. I can I can already sleep tonight. Hashtag Blizzard. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean uh, of course I mean the Campo Santo um, game. That, uh, when did it come out? Tom was it beginning of the year? I think it was February. February. February yeah, oh, early really on. beginning of the year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I actually I wanted to play it a, a while ago. So it was like a backlog thingy like you guys are doing. But um, I have to, to admit that I only noticed uh, that I had it because I saw that it came out just recently for the Xbox One. Um, I think it was even last week. So I thought, okay, let me give it a go. Let me take a look. And it's it's very interesting. So I didn't expect it to be so calm. It's very calm, very okay. relaxing, which is fine. I had a glass of wine, so that's cool. But uh, <laughs> um, I, even, I even had my girlfriend next to me and she's like, what are you playing? Nobody's shooting. Nobody's jumping. Nothing's happening. And I told her, no, this is exactly what I need. Something very relaxing. And um, and it's nice. Uh, the beginning is very interesting because it's just basically a story, like background story. Um, the story is, what, 30 years old, I think. It started in the 80s or even sooner. And um, yeah, it's about this guy, Henry, that, uh, well, he had a very tragic uh, story with his wife that I'm not going to talk too much about but uh, it mm -hmm. all starts um, after something major happened in their lives and uh, he, he basically decides to do something new and because he was bored uh, well <laughs> he was a bit like he was bored of being at home uh, not doing anything I guess he went uh, out in the wild and um, and it's cool because what's this type of game is what is a first person is it an adventure no the, the the slightly derogatory term is walking simulator, well, I would say. No, it's not walking simulator. Yeah, well, you know. Well, you walk. You, you walk. And, and you that's walk it. <laughs> so, I try to dash it. I mean, for, for what I know. No, it's true. But yeah. It, 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 is, it is an adventure. It's just not uh, with that fast pace that we all used to. But uh, No, it's, it's very realistic in the way that it portrays you adventuring. Like... So you're living in the forest, right? Yeah. And you're you're acting as a firewatch. Firewatch, yeah, basically. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, you're you're sort of a 40, 45 year old man, I guess. I yeah. You're around that so kind of time. He, li he lived for a while, yeah. Yeah. So you're not, you know, even climbing up a decent sized rock <laughs> is a challenge. Like the animation's really nice because you feel like a stocky 
possibly slightly overweight, a little bear-like kind yeah. of. No, I had the exact American same feeling. Male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like uh, the way it was. Uh, it was actually drawn. I think it was based off a painting. I think there's something important because this happened. This adventure is after a really big fire in the in the, in the forest in the states. I remember. I think it's Yellowstone. And Yellowstone uh, had a big fire. Yeah. yeah. So that, that happened in the 80s, and then this happens right after. So the story starts right after that. And um, I was reading about it a little bit, and I think it was based off a, a painting of that time as well. But I, I need to look into that. But the way it's actually designed and the way they show the world it, it is very nice. It feels like you're in, I wouldn't say a painting, but it's it's not cartoony like uh, Overwatch. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's still, it feels nice. It feels like somebody's brushing um, all, all the, the colors, all the, the textures in there. And it looks nice. Visually, it's very nice. And that plus the being outside, walking around, seeing the little animals and mountains and all that. It's a, it's a very cool feeling. I just like you being at home, really. It, well, <laughs> I was going to say that it's more or less what I've been doing. Yeah, you just you just live yeah. there, you walk, you do things outside, and when you are home, you play Firewatch. Yeah, but the, the biggest difference <laughs> is that in Firewatch, which is more walking. Yeah, within Firewatch, if something happens, I actually have to go there. But if I'm if yeah. I'm out and about and something happens, I turn around and I go away. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> simple as that. As simple. You know the fuck out of that. <laughs> But, yeah. but it is. It's a. It's a beautiful game. It's really calm. Uh, I get. I fully get the idea of what you're saying about it being like a like a painting. Um, for me, it's the color palette that really you know stuck in my mind. Like I have actually now my my theme mm-hmm. on my PlayStation Four is the Firewatch dynamic theme. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. And it cycles through the day. Ah, exactly. Because cool. the game does exactly the same thing. It does have yep. the day and night as well. Yeah. So, but this has like dusk. You know, if I'm if I've got my PlayStation on now, it's actually like a beautiful orange sort of colors going across it. Um, but when I come home from work, it's bright blue skies with birds flying around and stuff. It's <laughs> just like it's really being, nice. Just like being at home, right? <laughs> yeah. Basically, for you, I live in the center of London, so it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I escape through my PlayStation. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I would really recommend it to anybody who likes sort of something a little bit different. I mean, I've talked about this before, it yeah. is, but it is a very calm, soothing game. Soothing game. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it again when I'm done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. Cool. Can I say that I hate with a passion the term walking simulator? Yeah, I, I very much dislike it, but I find... I hate it. I find myself walking. struggling to find something else. Oh, you know, it's tell not... Me, tell me it's, uh, it's a first-person exploration adventure. I mean, that's what I would call it. All right. I mean, walking simulator is just like taking the piss of a genre. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, it's, it, it seems that, because it was, of course, it seems that it was purposely made for just mocking the genre. Mm. Like, yeah, if you, something is first person, if it's slow paced, if you spend most of the time walking and just looking around, then there you go. That The game is boring. It's walking simulator. So I, I, I love walking simulators, whatever you may call me them. Me too. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> Even No Man's Sky is another yeah. walking simulator in disguise, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that could be argued anyway. So moving on. Moving on. Well, not really moving on. Just to tell you okay. how much I like this genre of game. This is actually uh, dovetailing in quite nicely. That I have a ticket. I bought a ticket to go see in two weeks on the fourteenth of October. I'm going to go see Dear Esther live. What? Really? Yeah, in yeah, London. in the Barbican. So oh. this finally answers the question. That, that's a thing. That is a thing. Yep. Uh, this answers the question: Are video games art? Because I'm going to an art center to watch a video game being performed. Wait, 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 wait! Please explain this. It's is it someone playing the video game on a big screen or something? Or yes, so or is Jessica it like Curry a performance. Yes, it's a performance. It's both. It's um, it's it's kind of a mix of the two. Jessica Curry, who did the soundtrack. Um, she also did the soundtrack. Yeah, she's co-founder of Chinese Room, who did uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, which is one of my all-time favorite games. Dear Esther, which was sort of, I guess, very influential in this whole genre of games. Um, yeah. Basically, they've think- just released a new version on the PlayStation of Dear Esther. 
Yeah, that was the one who started it all, basically, right? You would say so. Around that time, you had Proteus at the same time on PC and, you know, a few games like this. Um, but anyway, so Jessica Curry, she's this amazing musician, and um, she is putting on the game. I mean, somebody will be playing the game, obviously, but the soundtrack will be performed live, and the narration will be performed live. I see. Okay. At the same time. So it's like, you know, a couple of years ago, I went to see Lord of the Rings in Madrid uh, with the full Philharmonic Orchestra playing the score. Yeah, uh, right. but it's, it's but along those lines. But with the movie, you know when it starts, when it ends, you know exactly how long it is. How about a video game? But that's the idea with Dear Esther, because you, you essentially follow. And of course, they have it choreographed. It's not yeah, exactly. like me. I guess you would have everything scripted. Me standing so, in a cave for 20 minutes going, woo. i'm in a cave i'm in a cave no it's not gonna happen um obviously they've scripted it they've they're gonna run through at a certain time there's gonna be cues for the for the orchestra or you know the singers to come in but yeah that's that's my plan for (laughs) one week next give us an update Yeah. yeah yeah totally totally um in fact there was another presentation of the game with the guardian newspaper as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that going to both events might be a little bit overkill. Um, basically, that was a sit-down chat with the creators, sort of, you know, like with an audience. We would watch them talk about the influence and how they made it and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you get, like, limited edition postcards from the game oh, if you go. You should have gone. No, it's, I still have time, I think. It's, it's sometime this or next week yeah, go there get some selfies you get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um speaking of which and continuing i have been playing another first person exploration adventure game <laughs> no Thank nobody you. can actually see what you're doing with your fingers you know that right i am doing air quotes like crazy <laughs> air quotes there. it doesn't matter <laughs> um i have just finished completely uh playing nero no, nothing ever remains obscure. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, which is a really, for me, all right, you all get it, but for me it was a really kind of unnecessary subtitle. <laughs> yeah. Like Nero sounds pretty cool anyway. Like you know, Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I didn't think it needed the subtitle. Yes, but especially. It's a good way for people who couldn't really place exactly how to spell the game. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> um, very pretty. A very pretty game. Okay. But no, no, no. It's very pretty. Uh, the stories, okay. the story is very like quite nice. It does follow in the tracks of something like Dear Esther, which uses okay. sort of the puzzle first-person exploration to show how somebody deals with grief. Okay, I would say that there's definitely some influence going on there. Um, a tragic event has happened in the life of a person, and you're sort of building the clues and collecting memories and things like this as you go around. So there are a few puzzles to solve. Nothing really extreme. Again, Hush, it's a very soothing type game. Okay. You know, it just has this kind of little piano soundtrack. Um, I do have to say, again, it is a it is a wonderfully pretty game. A lot of work has gone into making that game look nice. Um, I think it's more focused on the visual element rather than the gameplay itself. Yeah, yeah, the gameplay itself is is bordering on the simplistic, really. I mean, a couple of the puzzles can be a little bit fiendish, but I played it on PlayStation 4. It's been out for a, a, a longer time on Steam, mm-hmm. uh, but it came out on the PlayStation a couple of weeks ago. And it's, how to say, um, yeah, it's simplistic. You know, I platinumed it in about four hours. Hmm. All right. Okay. Single single playthrough. I would just make sure I because you have to collect mementos. That's about the most difficult thing. Okay. Uh, for you to do. And are they not very off path or? There's no real off path. You know. There's, so is this? Yeah. There's a few areas where you have to maybe wander off into a bit of a forest or whatever, but it's really not massive. You know. So hmm. um, it's really really cool. I I did enjoy it. Um, I will say it is a glaring example of why game developers should use a proofreader oh no oh I see. not with you oh. 
Huh? Not with you, because you're going to spot all these things. So, what happened? Mate, it's when the first the first thing you see in the game is spelled incorrectly. I'm sure it's as design. It's fine. <laughs> as design, <laughs> ship it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Known shippable. No, no, no. It's, it's literally like you... you um, a lot of the game's story is like floating neon letters they spell like they've got signs kind of things hanging in the sky or or on walls and things it's very bright and it adds to the whole sort of ambience of the game but yeah the very first two things that you see one is spelt wrong and the other one has awful grammar like from obviously from my background of being an english teacher in spain i can see that it is european grammar i didn't really look to see where this team come from it just grinds your gears. I mean, no, it's not a... even that. It's just literally like you could have paid for the amount of text you got in your game. You could have paid somebody 150 quid. Well, and they would have made sure it was all okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can more or less understand why they wouldn't have done it. I mean, if I had made a game, I would get probably cocky or overconfident about my English level, and I would just probably have done the same. Yeah, but I, I mean, now like that it. you now that you tell me this, <laughs> yeah. I won't. If I ever do a game that is worth shipping, I will hire a proofreader or something for that. But but yeah, I, I'm guessing that they just read the text or they tried it out. They they checked it, see it's like oh, okay, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. They, it looks alright. Or or I don't know, maybe a, a common acquaintance or a friend proofread it for them and it has the same problems as they do yeah. so i don't i don't know who knows i mean the reasons could be infinite no no i do understand it yeah. as well if it's a small team trying to save costs but this was a team that has a publisher hmm. okay uh, I, th- I do think it's their first game the the team i i haven't heard of them before um who publishes soadesco mm, doesn't ring a bell don't know right but the 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 developers storm in a teacup they um Storm in the Thicup, I know. Yeah, okay. So it's it's them. And yeah, it's just, you know, when you've spent so long making a game look really, really pretty, it kind mm. of just, I mean, maybe not other other people maybe didn't notice it. But for me, I'm just like, okay, I can tell automatically that you're not native. And well, honestly, it is the 21st century. I don't know. Maybe they will just patch it over. Yeah, they were waiting to make, yeah, they were waiting to make some money. And then now I'll they can Exactly. Yeah. yeah, just give them a call. Yeah. Just they can hire tweet them up. Hey, guys. <laughs> Beautiful only has one L. <laughs> and that was the worst part. You've got the tricky part. Beautiful is a word that many English people will spell wrong, but they had the vowels in the correct order. They did the difficult part. <laughs> Beautiful. screwed it with Beautiful. two L's. Beautiful. Exactly. It. It, sounds, it sounds super petty now I'm talking about it, but when it is like your like 50% of your exposition is through written text, no, I mean it doesn't really sound petty. You've really much. Uh, you pretty. St- you've stated how how you like the game yeah. very much. So it's not like you. It ruined it for you. It didn't ruin it for me. It, it made me laugh it at w- the beginning. It's just like it. It's very much in your face. Yeah. And it, it's hard big, not to notice. Big glowing neon letters across half your game. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I mean, that doesn't really mean it's a bad game or that you shouldn't play it at all. It's just it's something that the game has. Yeah. So do not be surprised that you find some. Incorrect words or grammar mistakes. To be fair, to be fair, I found spelling mistakes and typos in in Assassin's Creed and other first person, uh, you know, triple A. Yeah, and you can probably find more grammar mistakes just by listening to me on this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so you're good. Yeah. But anyway, well, between you and Hush, I mean, come on. Oh okay. yeah, exactly. I mean, we we have everything covered. You, yeah, come on. Yeah. All the grammars. Uh, so yeah, what else did you play the, uh, this week then? Yep, Nero was really good, well worth an afternoon of your time. But the star of the show uh, this week has been Overcooked. You, won't, overcooked? you almost got me there with the over. <laughs> yeah. You mean, you mean the, the latest shooter from Blizzard? Yay! Is, is it the mashup between uh, Overwatch and Rob Cook? Yeah. <laughs> so. um, overcooked is a... Right. I'm going to give you a bit of background here. Blanca, as you both of you know, um, she she plays or played back in the back in the day uh, a lot of these sort of big fish type time management games. Oh, I know because I played them with her. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> she was on my friends list, and we kind of like cooperated in these games. I remember. Yep. So she used to play a lot. I mean, we she'd spend a Saturday afternoon just literally sat playing the same sort of you know <laughs> Big Fish one ninety nine sort of you know hot dog hustle or hamburger bastard or whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I think she was watching porn. <laughs> hot dog hustle yeah <laughs> um that i don't do with her okay no so uh overcooked is basically an evolution of that it is uh it's a cooking time management game but the twist is that you have two chefs okay two so if you're playing if you're playing single player you have to switch like i i play on ps4 so you have to switch with l1 between your two chefs to run around okay. a kitchen. Um, so let's say the first level, you have to make um, salads. Salads is the only thing you have to make. You've got lettuce, tomato, that's it. So what okay. you have to do, you have to get a lettuce out of the lettuce bin, chop the lettuce, throw it in a bowl, chop a tomato, throw it in the bowl. And then you, serve. And then you toss the salad. You toss the salad and you serve. All right. um, I'm, I'm not rising to the bait. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, that's the basic premise. Uh, obviously, it gets more complicated. You get soups, you get hamburgers, and the levels themselves change. Okay. So, for example, there's one level where um, the kitchen is divided into two halves, and there's like a like a zebra crossing of people walking between the two. So, when you what? have to move your chefs around, like to serve, you have to avoid people. Okay. That seems like a very inefficient architecture effort. Yeah, no, some of the architecture in this is, is frankly horrifying. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't think it's up to code in any way. Um, but yeah, so the idea is you have to serve very quickly or as quickly as you can all of these dishes. You know, you've got the orders coming in at the top and you've got your little cartoony chefs running around. It's kind of isometric view, and you're, but you're, you're just running around. Uh, but the absolute joy of this game um is co-op yes okay local co-op so couch co-op so you can even play it on the playstation if you only have one controller they they actually have it so like the old school mega drive games or whatever you can split the controller really yeah okay so you can use one side the d-pad and the triggers on there to to move your chef and then you can um the other one can use the buttons that's really cool um, we've got two controllers because we're, you know, hyper rich. Um, <laughs> still, only one USB cable because Sony is so cheap. <laughs> Even when you pay sixty bastard pounds for a new PS4 controller, they don't give you another USB cable. Doesn't matter. You're super rich. Yeah, exactly. I just, you know, I just buy ten USB cables. It's fine. Exactly. Just describe the funny. <laughs> so I played this. I played this game with uh, Uli over the weekend. One of our friends, who we all know. And I also played it with Blanca, and I haven't really seen Blanca laugh that hard in in a long time. She was cracking up. Uli was losing his mind as well at this game. I have to get my hands on this game. It's so good. Sure. It's so good because the level of this. I, I've been. I'm trying to get Blanca to do it. She doesn't really want to because she thinks she swears too much, which shows that she's never listened to me on a podcast. <laughs> Stream it. Stream it. So, yeah, so you've got these sort of like little 3D wobbly chefs that run around. It's all very cutesy and nice, and you have to do different things. Grab plates, wash plates, serve the food, chop the veg. And the levels just keep getting harder and harder. Like I was saying about the uh, the code of the, the buildings. Like there's one building that has an earthquake every, oh. every now and again. So one part raises up and the other part stays on the floor. What? Yeah, so then like you get separated. So if if there's nobody up there, let's say you put your meat on the grill and there's nobody up at the top. Okay, you, you cannot you could burn your your meat. Yeah. yeah. You cannot control it. Yeah. Exactly. Um there's another one and the one that caused all the hilarity uh yesterday was uh it's two trucks. Remember the truck level in Gang Beasts? Yeah, I do. Where you're fighting the one that is like truck? shifting all the time between the yeah between lanes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, imagine that, but in each truck you've got half the kitchen. <laughs> what? So the kitchens occasionally they go together and then occasionally they drift apart. So if you're again if you're trapped in one truck, both chefs 
<laughs> you can't yeah, do whatever you need to do in the other one, like grab yeah. the burger buns or serve the food or whatever. So you always have to make sure, like, shit, the trucks are moving. Somebody's got to dive into, like, one half of the truck. <laughs> or, or the other truck, should I say. Like, one half of the level. So it really is kind of a chaotic thing. Um, you know, it tells you a lot of truths. Like, a lot of local cop, it, it really puts relationships to the test. <laughs> like... Like you can see, if you don't cooperate well between you and only me, I see. Well, no, between every. I mean, me and me and Blanky yesterday, we were trapped in the middle because she was she was playing as a little cat chef, mm-hmm. and I was playing as a raccoon that's in a wheelchair. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were going through this level, but the 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 trick in this level is there's like one passageway between the two chefs, uh, between the two parts of the kitchen, mm-hmm. but it's only one chef wide. Okay. So like, and there is player collision between. Yeah, two. yeah, of course. If you're not communicating properly, so Blanca's like chopped some burger meat. She's running to the oven, but I'm going back with some dirty plates. <laughs> we end up just sort of spiraling around in a corridor, <laughs> and nobody had the the sort of the mental faculties to go like, no, 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 go back or get out of the way. I need to get in. <laughs> it was just, I mean, this was entirely without alcohol. It's just, it's such a super funny game. Um. You have, yeah, like the co-op campaign. You can play the campaign single player. It's just not as hilarious. It's still a solid game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is more sort of like, you know, the typical time management games that, that we know. So is um, there any end game? Yes, there's like, a, you follow a map around. Okay. Uh, the story is absolutely <laughs> like nowhere. You're, you're trying to save Onion Kingdom. Oh, okay. okay. The king is a goddamn onion who has a pet dog. Fair. <laughs> and you are human chefs, maybe, also raccoon wheelchair chefs or cat chefs or whatever. And you're trying to save the world from the ever peckish. Okay. Who, the ever peckish, which appears to be like a big demon made out of a meatball head with spaghetti legs. <laughs> okay. okay. Nice. So the idea is that the tutorial level is just you making salads and eventually you just die because you don't make enough salad to feed the the ever peckish. So the Onion King takes you back in time by like 10 years or something. So you can uh, you can learn to cook better and get your skills ready to face him in the future. So like the story is just way out. It's like somebody is sat there smoking a whole heap of something. Like, yeah, we can do this. I love it. Every little bit that you say, I love it even yeah, more. It sounds it's like great. a word. So. It's published by Team 17 as well, so you know the sort of... Oh, well, that, okay. That sells okay. it. I love every single Team 17 games that they do. I love them so much. Exactly. So, I mean, so, it's just it's really solidly shit. put together. Um, like I say, if you can grab two pads and sit down with a friend, uh, you can do versus as well, so both of you can have two chefs. I see. And then you literally just cook. It's a cook-off. Okay. Come to think about it, um, it's slightly off topic, but I think Uli is the person who has made most cameo appearances on this podcast with all of our friends. With nobody ever knowing who he was. <laughs> with nobody ever knowing Uli, we've mentioned him so much. I'll try and get some streaming <laughs> done with him. He was here all weekend. Um, yeah, he was here at my house all weekend, so so we ended up playing that and a lot of Tricky Towers as well I see. Um, that I talked about a few weeks ago. and. Again, that game really comes into its own as a local co-op as well. Mm. Um, especially against somebody like Uli, who is a fan of Tetris-type games and stuff. Mm. But yeah, Overcooked has been an absolute, absolute blast this uh, this weekend. Really, really enjoyed it. I think I will grab it. I think it definitely. I mean, whatever platform, I guess it'll work. But I mean, it is great couch co-op. Yeah, I'm undecided. I'm not sure whether to grab it on PC or PlayStation 4. Hmm. Mm, difficult. I'll figure it out. Yeah, difficult. I would say you got to get comfy though, because it it will be one of those where it's just one more go, one more go. I see. Like we didn't end up eating till about ten o'clock last night because it was like <laughs> trying to get three stars on this damn truck level, and suddenly we realised it was half past nine. We hadn't even thought about real dinner. <laughs> we were cooking so much fake dinner. It get was someone like, to cook it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then the last thing I just want to talk about briefly, because I've only played it briefly, but I've been threatening it for a couple of weeks, is uh, Make Nines. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about? I've never really heard that. No, name me neither. Well, you will have heard the studio. Um, it's Force of Habit, 
who did yeah the studio I I may know yeah also have it um Friendship Club mm-hmm. they did okay. that game. Yes. yeah um I think that studio is reduced down to one person now okay um and it's they've made a mobile game which is uh, Make Nines which you know if you were a more lazy person you would say it's kind of a puzzle threes okay. okay but if you weren't a lazy person you'd say it's uh it's kind of like a puzzle threes uh, <laughs> 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 i'm a lazy person basically uh it's a similar idea you have tiles and as the name suggests you have to use the numbers on those tiles to make nines uh-huh. okay all right so but this isn't like an endless better. sorry it's three times better than the other game then it's it's at least three times better. Oh. Yeah. You don't you don't have to make threes, you have to make nine, so by definition. It's way harder, I guess. Well, no, because the idea is it's not like the endless type game that uh threes was. Like threes the idea is to get the highest score that you can. Mm-hmm. Uh make nines is more about solving a puzzle. So it would be like threes crossed with maybe a sudoku or something like that. Okay. So it will give you a grid in a certain pattern and you can move the numbers around to make like nines. Okay. Hmm. But instead of being like like the first level on easy mode is just uh, two plus one, plus one plus two plus one plus two, and you make nine. Okay. okay. Yeah. You literally slide them all across in a straight line and you make nine. Um, there's other grids which are way more complicated, so you have to go up down. Like there's maybe a five four this way, a six three that way, uh, seven two, and then obviously it gets more complicated and more complicated and. And I found it really nice. I don't really play mobile games a lot, but I was playing it last night on the sofa. And it's the problem is it just makes me feel a bit stupid. Because <laughs> I'm on like level. I'm on like, what, what level? Am I? I'm going to open it now, and I think it's free, by the way. Um, okay, I'll get oh, it then. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can leave a tip for the developer. Hmm. Um, but let's have a look here. I am on 11 out of 20 on easy mode, and I'm like, oh, it's getting a bit getting a bit difficult <laughs> easy mode <laughs> yeah. so there's easy medium time. and hard and i know from twitter that they're working on like a bastard hard mode because apparently other people who have different brains to me said that even the hard mode was too easy jesus christ okay yeah i'm definitely gonna have trouble with this but yeah so it's um level 12 was level 12 so basically now what i have is two crosses Okay. Mm-hmm. But the middle of the the cross has like a stack of numbers, so when you okay. move one number off, you've still got another number underneath. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have to move the numbers somehow to make nine. And is it sums only? Yeah, you or literally you have, have to make nine. That's it. Uh, if you see right. there, it's like that. Um, hmm. For those not on video at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating and showing the other people on camera. Very much. Yeah. You kind of slide across, but that makes six, and now I can't get back across to to make nine because the other one is five. I don't know; it's too difficult, and I hate it. <laughs> but also, it's pretty cool. I quite like it. So uh, yeah, it's free. Pick it up. See if your brain is better than my brain, because probably not. But I will try. Yeah, my brain is not very good, apparently. I will I will not overlook an opportunity to humiliate your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my my week in gaming. I think. Did play that was a productive gaming. What about Fahrenheit? I played a bit more Fahrenheit. I did two more sessions on that. It is destroying my face. <laughs> <laughs> the quicker that is, I mean, I mean, we're we're making this list of games which you force me to play against every fiber of my being. So that sticks, and Fahrenheit is running a close second because it <laughs> is just crap. <laughs> it's. Utter- I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fully honest with you. When I chose Fahrenheit. I did it in based on the memories that I had of him like twelve years ago. Yeah. All right, or ten years ago. I can't even I can't even remember when it was, but it was a long time ago. And I remember enjoying it very, very much then. But I see you playing it and I think, oh my god, this game has aged terribly. 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 And not even not even aged. It's just they got to a point. I mean you were watching, I think, when it got to yeah, exactly. a point. Where I just went like... <laughs> it's just like, yeah, what? I mean, exactly. The story itself, I also found it like that. Like, yeah, at some point it's like, okay, yeah, Mr. Cash has lost it. Yeah, no, it's it's like he was writing what he wanted out of a movie and then somebody hit him around the back of the head with something heavy. 
And <laughs> instead of going to see a doctor, he just carried on writing. Let's just make more. Yeah. More <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I don't want to break my flow, so I'm going to write whatever sort of stunned gibberish is coming into my brain right now. If I, if I may, the best is yet to come. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, for what I've seen you play, the best is yet to come. And at that point, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that all that scene is going to be you laughing from start to finish. Fair enough. Non-stop. <laughs> I'm sure. And I'm going to be there watching you laugh it. Laugh your ass off. And I'm going to be laughing as well. And everyone will be laughing. It's going to be, yeah. I, I can't wait for you to reach it. <laughs> Well, good. Uh, hopefully, later this week, I should get some of that done. All right. Uh, yeah. So, what about you, Bobbit? Um, on my backlog, I also made some progress. I played some more Spec Ops: The Line. Ooh, I um, didn't see you streaming. Yeah, I yeah, you did actually. The because that time that you were in, mm. you you had to cut it early because you had to leave or something. But I progressed a little bit more, and according to Errol, I'm really really close to the ending. Okay. So one more session, and I think I will be done with it. I think it's going to be a bit too late to do it today, but maybe tomorrow, perhaps? We will see. Um, we'll definitely stream the ending. I'm loving it so far. Um, it's definitely a really different shooter. It, it makes you see things the way they should be seen. I mean, war is not pretty. It never was. And the games kind of try to sell it to you, like, yeah, war is an exciting thing. You know, you shoot things, you get away with it, and yeah, pew pew pew, and you never are really in in danger, which is yeah. But but war is bad news. War is hell. For, yeah, for everyone, and and this game pretty much portrays that. And I would recommend everyone to play it. You played it, right, Hush? Spec Ops? No, I don't yeah. think so. You should. There's, there's you a should. lot of things I should be playing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, stop! I know. Stop paragliding. Start playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should take advantage of, of the situation that Hush is here to to check his backlog. What? Uh, <laughs> no. So the last time, Some other last time, time yeah. we did this in February, I actually behaved. Yeah, exactly. I did, I, that, I did, that's I why well. I did well. You did. You that's why it. I kind of want you. Yeah. yeah. Not not today because we don't have it prepared. But next time. Be warned that the next podcast you're in, you're going to be in for a treat. That'll be February <laughs> next Jeez. year, it's fine. <laughs> February next year, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I want to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, other things that I've played, I've been spending some time over the weekend playing uh, Earth Defense Force 4.1 with a friend of mine. So um, I'm pretty sure that someone in the audience already recognized it. Someone from all of our, I don't know, maybe 30 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit steep. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really, really uh, obscure game. Japanese, of course. Doesn't Stu really like this Stu, game? Stu really likes it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Stu really likes it. And I am not 100% sure, but I think Earl also likes it. But yeah, Stu is a big fan of the series. And I understand why. Because the game is is really bad, okay? So the game is, quality-wise, it's bad. But it's bad on purpose. It, it's purposefully tacky, you know? Like a so B-movie type. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a B-movie type of game. So the voice acting is horrendous, but it's super cheesy. <laughs> and they it's over-the-top on purpose. So, yeah. <laughs> You can hear like super serious uh, scientists saying uh, that yeah aliens are taking over earth again because earth is being invaded by ants and spiders and you know huge insects and uh, the EDF the earth defense force is is there to stop it just to shoot down the the bugs Is this like a evangelion? No, not really. Well, it has some bits. I mean yeah, how does that work? How the, how does the game actually work? It, but you basically could just control a soldier. So the ADF is an army that has been specially made to fight these aliens, okay. right? And um, and you get yourself one soldier from four different classes that the game offers you. So the ranger is like the typical soldier. You get your machine and you get your rocket launcher and you shoot bugs. Um, you've got another class that is the wing diver, which uh, can fly, but is really fragile. Fun fact, it, they're all female and they all have like uh, bikini armor. I so, see. Now I understand why yeah. you're playing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Japanese. Come on. It's it's Japanese. I'm not even surprised. But yeah. 
Um, you've got Defensor, which is the, the, the heavy class. You would have like really heavy armor, but you're also the slowest. And um, you've got the Air Ranger, I think it's called, where you can, you can call in vehicles and artillery for your friends to use. This can be played up to four players online. Which makes it really, really fun. Online, okay. I'm, cool. Yeah, online or, or even split screen, you can play two players. But yeah, where it really shines is when you play it online. So I was playing it with my friend and uh, we, were, we were having so much fun just doing shit stuff. Like running around, shooting ants. And you have these, uh, these wheel of voice commands. <laughs> so you can, you can just randomly scream, ADF, ADF. And everyone around it, I mean, some random players joined our game. We started screaming EDF and they started chanting as well. So it was, yeah, they, they know what, get, what they were getting into. It's cheesy, it's bad, but they embrace it and they just kind of makes it even cheesier, which makes it even funnier. It's, I don't know. It's, I'm, it's I'm sort of imagining like uh, a kind of less serious alienation. Mm, not really. Not exactly. Um, well, but, then not... you did a terrible job of describing <laughs> that game. <laughs> right. Do it better. <laughs> Hear me out. It's not exactly an isometric view. Okay. Like like alienation or detonation or something. You just have like a third person camera behind you, and um, the the enemies that come after you are like huge ants, and uh, environments are mostly destructible. You can just like shoot a rocket to a random building, destroy it. Nobody will care. And um, what can I say? Um, <laughs> it shines on the quality or the lack of quality in this regard because you just kill enemies and they just drop boxes okay. without any kind of without any kind of spark or effect or anything. They just drop a box like in there. Can be like a med pack. Can be a, a weapon that you will get a new weapon when you finish the level. You can get an, an armor upgrade, whatever. But these things appear and disappear with no effect whatsoever. Okay. It's, uh, this game totally bland. Like the game's yeah, been around what? for a long time, right? Yeah, it's a it's a franchise. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I it's think, a franchise. I think I've seen this at least on the PS2. Yeah, it's it started on the PS2. Okay. It carried on to the PS3, Xbox 360 generation, and now the one I played, I played on PlayStation 4. Okay. Just last week, there was a new one announced. So <laughs> it keeps going strong. I'm um, guessing they're still following they, the same kind of game they had, I don't know how many years ago. and They're just, they're just reusing the assets, yeah, mate. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. And nobody can really blame them for that because it just it works. It works. I mean, because the people know when they start this game, this game's quality is like the worst. But I know that because they kind of want it like that. And uh, it, it's cheesy. It's over the top. It's uh, nearly cringy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Sticks 2 is getting made as well. <laughs> That's only for you. <laughs> you know, you're getting that for your birthday, maybe for Christmas. You know, it's going to happen. I'm so I'm so gifting it to you. Actually, you will get it, whether you like it oh, or yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> I will also gift you something. It'll be a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so we can stab you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the game is, um, it's really, really tough to play by yourself. So it, it kind of invites you to play with other people. When you tackle along the missions, uh, all the enemies will focus on you, and uh, whenever you die, it's game over. And oh, well. While on the other hand, if you play with friends, uh, the targets are more distributed, and when someone falls, you can always run back and save him and such. So when, when so you play... It does uh, enforce a lot the co-op aspect. Sorry, but when you play alone, you don't have four um, four players? So it's it, it's only no. you? I mean, you have, you have an NPC army going with you, okay. All the time, whether you're local co-op, whether you're co-op online or, or just on yourself. But the, the the AI army is not exactly there to protect you. It's more like for fluff. In fact, if you say if you chant EDF or you start the EDF song, they will sing along with you. <laughs> of course they will. I mean, no, the EDF song is a real thing. Just Google it up on, on YouTube or something. <laughs> just search for the EDF song. And you will see what it is. It's just a, a series of voice commands that have to be played in a certain in a certain order that compose a song. All right. <laughs> the structure of that song is all over the place. That's just crazy. And yeah, it, it's just it doesn't even rhyme, but doesn't matter because <laughs> that's what the game is about. So yeah. 
Okay, excuse me. It's just that I've got a bit of a cold this week. Um, moving on, another, another game that I've been playing, this one on my own, it's another rather obscure thing from Nipponichi Software. They are famous for making games like uh, Disgaea or um, The Guided Fate Paradox would be one of them, but pretty sure that this doesn't ring a bell to any of you. Right? Yeah, I, I know it because you love Disgaea, because you're all like, ooh, Disgaea, it's so good all the time. Yeah, Disgaea, Disgaea I really loved. Uh, so, but, but this is really different. I mean, instead of being like a turn-based strategy game, it's more on the line of RPG, dense, stats-heavy stuff. But it's more like um, dungeon crawling. What, so what you have game your... is it? You forgot to say what game it was. I forgot to say the title. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> it's called the <laughs> The Witch and the Hundred Knight. Okay. Like knight as in royal knight with shield and armor, not knight. I've or... I've seen that yeah. porno as well. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't be surprised. Between hot dog hustle and uh, <laughs> the Witch and the Hundred Knights. <laughs> Enough. So yeah. No comment. Um, no comment. <laughs> yeah, that actually, for the story, that sounds like a dungeon crawler. Actually, the name of it. Yeah, it it is a dungeon crawler. But the the story, I mean, as it is the norm on very Nipponichi games, it has an okay story, but it never really is the focus of the game. Because uh, I'm pretty sure, because I have not really completed the story yet, but I'm sure that whenever you do complete the story, you will get like uh, some sort of infinite mode where you get to. Uh, I don't know, let's say do story B or the way they call it usually on these games, the carnage mode which is like same thing, another story but with with the enemies and with the difficulty amped up to the max <clears throat> so um, until then I'm just gonna go uh, doing the story, I'm just gonna continue uh, trying to understand how the game works but um, it's quite decent. You have enough complexity on it. You can choose whether um, whether you use a blunt armor, like a, a blunt weapon, like a ham hammer or like a spear, a uh, sword. You have a trifecta of elements. Enemies are weak against certain elements and stronger against others. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's many factors, everything coming up together. Tutorials are really dense. And uh, in most of these cases, the game is better learned by playing it. It's Japanese. Which is, it's Japanese. So, yeah. uh, this game, I haven't learned yet. No. <laughs> I mean, I have, been, I have been playing it for a few hours, but it's not enough. No. So, I can't really give my, my full opinion on that. So far, I'm enjoying it. Pretty much like any other Nipponichi game. I'm, I'm pleased with what I see. You've got the characteristic style, anime style that they have. Um... The music is really similar to the Disgaea series and every other game they have. It pretty much, I think they already use the same artist, which, are, which is all right. I mean, is it anything along the lines of like Odin Sphere or something? Because that's about my no. closest sort of. Uh, Uli was <laughs> again around at my place. He installed it on my PS4, and I, <laughs> I just started. You know, the tutorial is just move lists. And it's literally like, oh, press X, Y, X, Y on a PlayStation. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> square X uh, triangle to do a leaping attack. And then you, you know, it's almost like a fighting game move set as the tutorial. And you're like, I'm never going to remember this. You know? <laughs> it's not, not exactly like that, but it's more in the lines of, okay, so here's your character. You move by doing that. If you press this button, you sprint. Uh, if you press this button, you attack. And that's where the tutorial ends. And the moment you end the tutorial, you get thrown into the real game. And it's, by the way, <laughs> so now you are free to go wherever. But you will have a limit of movement that you have to do You, in order to replenish your, your giga calories, which is the unit that decreases when you move. Mm -hmm. In order to replenish that, you will have to fight enemies and then use this command to consume. And that fills up your stomach with garbage. And then you will have to use a special item that is a laxative, basically, that throws all the garbage from your stomach out so you can keep collecting items. Yeah. I mean, it's what, Japanese. What it's happening? Japanese. It just keeps throwing real you. Life is, yeah, real life is so moves. complicated. And then you have to play games like this. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I know. Again, it sounds I'm, like Bob took a blow to the head and <laughs> started talking <laughs> random nonsense. Like, <laughs> But I, I, 
I actually described the game. I did not make any of this up, I swear. How did you not open with the garbage shitting to move thing? How how was that like the last thing you just threw out there? Like yeah. Because it's something that was just introduced to me in the game. Okay. <laughs> so I mean I've been playing for a couple of hours and shitting is the last thing that I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Press said to poop. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was that easy. Apparently, you need a special item, which is not really very easy to come by. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. so uh, go figure. It seems that this week you're turning Japanese then. Yes. <laughs> but it's not. Japanese things are not the only thing that I've played this week. Okay. What else? So, yeah, I've also played um, an indie platformer slash puzzle game called N. You familiar with it? Yes. Never played it. Right. So N++ is, I think, is the third installment of the N series. N was the first one, N+, was the second one, and now N++. That must have been an absolute shit for SEO purposes. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) What's your game called? N. How how do you get that into a Google search? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure, yeah. You you don't actually want to look for an N. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So what's it about then? Yeah, it's developed by a small uh, studio called Metagame. Um, Metagame, yeah, Metagame Studios, I think it is, or something like that. Uh, should I uh, crank up the? Nah, man, we're famous no, for not, really. not doing any we're research for before it. podcasts. All right, so let's leave. It. Let's just let's just assume that I was wrong. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something in the lines of that. And um, you're a ninja. The the only thing you have to do in a very enclosed level. It's 2D. It's basically hit a switch to open the door and escape the level. But there are traps everywhere. So you've got like mines, you've got robots that chase you, you've got things that shoot you, sometimes all combined together, and you've got a time limit. And uh, you've got coins spread out all over the level that increase your time limit. And... One of the hardest objectives, in fact, is kind of like the objective, apparently. You have to collect all the coins of a level before escaping in order to get the full score. Okay. But, yeah, because I'm such a stubborn bastard, I tend to do that. And the game can be... The only way to play, man. The only way to play. Right, yeah. Right. Very right. Why do you think I gave up on uh, Oli Oli 2? Couldn't do it. Couldn't pass it. Couldn't pass it without getting all three stars on each level, and I couldn't get all five stars on each level, and I couldn't do the five stars on each level. So I just stopped playing. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you would enjoy N plus plus. I'd probably throw my controller across the room. Right. I mean, is this is that thing? So the thing is, the game is very fun, but it can also be super frustrating because the minimum miscoordinated jump or slide or something. You end up dead. Is it a quick restart though? Is it like it's hotline Miami? Bam! You're straight back in the action kind of thing. Yeah, you even have a button to suicide and start over. So oh, I've got I've got that in real life too. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great (laughs) someday. Someday. (laughs) But you know the levels are really quick. So normally you have you're supposed to be completing it in like ten seconds to thirty seconds. Are you saying it's like a ten second ninja? Not really. Because you, you're not really limited to those 10 seconds to complete the level. Right. You, know? you have like five minutes to complete five levels. Right. Okay. But very most of the cases, you will end up with even more time than you started with. Okay. Because of the coins you collect or because of... Yeah, you don't really waste that much time. Levels are generally short, especially in the tutorial. But the thing with this game is that it has over 1,000 levels. Whoa. Okay. Crack on then. Plus user generated content. Yep, get going. Because it has a map editor as well. And uh yeah. People can go insane on that. But um the real trick is that the movement and the level design, so to speak, mechanics of the game are really simple. The only thing you can do is jump. That's it. You cannot throw stars, you cannot attack, you can do anything. All you can do is jump. That makes well, you have... for a pretty shitty ninja, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's if it's... But I will hop at you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no way you can kill your enemies. The only thing you can do is escape. Can't even jump <laughs> on their heads. Nothing. You are the worst ninja ever. Right. But 
what you can do, the thing that makes you a ninja is apparently you're really agile. So you can jump very far and you can wall jump, you can be really fast. That makes you a gymnast, not a ninja. Well, okay, it was harder to sell the game by playing a gymnast, <laughs> all right? So if you say plus, the game would be G plus. Yeah. Plus. So it's, it how do you know the name means ninja? Uh, it's it. They actually tell you. Shit. So all right. <laughs> in, in the game, you have you have a small tab that brings up the lore, and apparently, what N means is the way of the ninja. That's how it's called. Okay. N. But it, it that that's all the lore you need because you will not care. There's no final enemy to fight. There's not nothing to do. You would have thought by the time it was N plus plus then that you might have learned a bit of stabbing or something. <laughs> yeah. No. But no. This is exactly what I expected it to be. I played. <laughs> Back in the day when N Plus was released, I played it on the Xbox 360 and I loved it. I f- frustrated the shit out of me, but I loved it. <laughs> and um, the moment that N Plus Plus came out, I knew it was a, a day one purchase. And although I did play it back in the day, I decided, oh, yeah, I'm just going to give it a spin today, see how rusty I am. And uh, I actually did quite well, surprisingly. Where are you playing this? It beat like. You playing the console? PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. I'm playing on PlayStation 4, but it's also on PC. Okay. Um, and and if you have the patience for it, I can recommend it. But it's uh, a lot about precision jumping, and um, the ninja is really fast and agile, but he also has a lot of inertia. So it's learning how to counteract and learning how to shift the like the weight of the ninja, so to speak, in order to to properly move it. It's really complicated to master, but I'm I'm not even doing the hardest levels yet. So yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with that stuff. I've still <laughs> I I did something very similar to you this weekend and picked up an old game to see well not old but a game I'd left a little bit to see how rusty I was, and that's Nuclear Throne. All right. <laughs> I was having trouble getting past World Three. <laughs> well, you already yeah you already made it through. Yeah, I got to World World Four. I think that's as far as I've ever got. Um, well. Well, by world you mean like uh, level four, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like I didn't know if it was like a different nomenclature or something. No, you get like the like level one, three, level two, one, whatever. I got to four, okay. but that's as far as I've ever got on that game. And I I left it for a long time, same as you with N plus plus. Um, and it's another game that's really really cool, but it's frustrating as all balls. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, well, I've seen you close to tears at that <laughs> game, you know. But um, yeah, but. Tears of Joy, though. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I've been playing it again, and I forget. Like, it's weird. I forget how good it is. Yeah, it's just sitting it's... there in my menu all the time in my library on my PS4, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but because I'm not one of these people who will just repeat a game over and over if I have other stuff to play, like story-based things. Mm. But I picked it up. I've been playing it, and it's yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, N plus so... plus sounds like I'd probably like the first ten levels, and then I'd get really angry. Probably not even the first 10 levels. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I think there is something we can do for you to try it. Get me drunk because first? The, 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 the PlayStation 4 has this function that I've never tried and I really want to try someday, the share play. Oh, yeah. So you can you can connect to my console and play with your controller. Yep. We should try that someday. It'll be really hard to see your telly from uh, Germany, though. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's going to be all uh, uh, censored. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a big sensor bar over the top of it. <laughs> you had <got> nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, those crazy Germans. Oh well. But yeah, no, and, we can um, share play that. We can have a look at that. See how it goes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Give it a look. See if you like it or whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sounds like something that you may or may not enjoy. No, I so think I no... think the concept appeals to me more than the execution. Probably, yeah. I mean. It's definitely not going to be like a lukewarm reaction from you. It's going to be one of the extremes. No, because because certain games like this, again, citing Hotline Miami, like Hush, you finished that, didn't you? Yeah. Um, for your four in February. Only the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But I got stuck on the last boss. I, I haven't touched Hotline Miami 2. You know, it's like I've had it since it was released and I've not touched it because took I can't me, took bring me like myself. It 10 minutes. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, that's the thing. But I get so angry with it that I have to, I start getting proper furious and I have to. <laughs> Put it down and walk away, you know? Yeah, so this topic, this game then, Plus Plus, is not for you. 
Yeah, like Hotline Miami, I killed the last boss, and then like I think there's like a dog or something runs out, or another person runs out and like takes you by surprise, and I'm like fuck and died, <laughs> and I'm like never again. I am never touching this game again. <laughs> I've made my peace with never completing Hotline Miami. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but there I am. I've got the soundtrack on vinyl. I own a T-shirt. I like the game a lot, but I just can't. yeah, the game is excellent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We'll just never complete it. But you, but Hush did. Again, going back to Uli, who's another one of our uh, pals, he's, I mean, he's got platinum medals in Super Meat Boy and stuff stuff like this. The man is sick in the head. So he he would probably really enjoy it. I'm going to recommend it to him. N plus plus? Yeah, N plus plus. N plus plus. No, it makes sense. Because I need someone on my friends list to to compare times. Yeah. I mean, there is a leaderboard with other players and and friends, and it's empty because none of my friends own this. That makes it even worse. You don't, but then. If you only had one friend who was on that, you wouldn't want Uli because he's just going to trash all of your scores. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he would, yeah. You know? I'm sure he would. But yeah. But yeah. So that's what I've been playing for this week. Well, I think we've had an excellent week. Yeah, indeed. Really? It's been completed. Yeah. Hush Ooh, has uh, week, walked both be... in real and fake mountains. That's true, that's true. Yeah. So what's what's next, Hush? Paragliding Simulator 2017? Or... Uh, don't wings. forget that uh, Steep is coming next year. So. Oh right, Steep. Yeah, so Steep isn't it coming over December, yeah. is it? No, I don't know if it's uh, if it has a release date. It's anymore. probably holiday, so I won't need to move anymore. Holiday. I'll I just know. sit down. I'll do exactly the same thing. I would do. Oh, right. Steep. I thought you said Steve. Yeah. I was trying to work out Steve. who Steve was. <laughs> 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 like Steve's coming next Steve. year. That solves everything. <laughs> who the hell is Steve? <laughs> I'm actually looking forward for Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. It looks, about it. looks nice. I'm looking forward to Steve. <laughs> you guys, but... As long as he brings. Yeah, you. Steep. I, what a joker! I guess is some kind of mountain snowboarding game or something. Yeah, it's basically an extreme export, extreme extreme sports sport simulator or something like that from Ubisoft. Yeah. Okay. Snowboarding, skiing, uh, paragliding, wingsuit, and uh, some other things they have. Yeah. I think twatting about on a mountain simulator. Twatting okay. about on yeah. the Alps. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. In the Alps? I, I yes. think it's going to be know. everywhere. Probably, yeah. Some some famous mountains. I don't know about geography. But yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of good stuff coming up. We're end of September, so it's when uh, the big boys come out. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about this in last week's uh, cast, I think. We're just like ticking off. Okay, this yeah. one, this one, this one, this one. What's this week? Yeah. What's next week? Yeah. I know what's coming this week. One of my favorites. Yeah. What's coming this week? Oh. Horsa? What? No. I'm a simple man with a simple tasting game. Just give me a ball. You got FIFA. Give me a Hot ball. Hot dog hustle? <laughs> Bob already said it. Of course it's yeah. FIFA. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, That's what she said. Oh, FIFA. Wow. I still have never played really FIFA. There's a single player. Yeah, FIFA 94 or There's bus. a single exactly. player now, so you can play it. I think actually it was no no yeah it was FIFA ninety four it was Italia ninety that I was remembering off the Mega Drive. Oh, very nice game. <laughs> but yeah, I'll share it again just to finish off the podcast. Uh, you know, Blanca used to play me at FIFA and she used to beat me every <laughs> single goddamn time by a rather large margin of goals. <laughs> so I stopped playing FIFA. I, I do remember that. <laughs> Because nothing ruins a friendship faster than just getting absolutely battered at a video game over and over again. <laughs> so my, my, my typical FIFA uh, play style is go three goals down and then start double-footed challenging everybody trying to end their career <laughs> until the match gets abandoned because I have five players sent a very, very English way of playing the game, I guess. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know proper Leeds United from the 60s type way <laughs> of playing. Yeah. Just hurt everybody as much as possible. Uh, All right. Well, you warm yeah. your warm your cockles and get ready for FIFA. I will. Bob, you keep playing those crazy-ass Japanese games. Yeah, and I, yeah I'm definitely going to be playing more EDF. I'm, I'm curious to actually. I'm, I'm, I'm to curious that. to see actually your Japanese game. So maybe if you stream it, you can take a look. I will definitely stream them. Yeah. So at least some EDF you can probably find me over on Beam to to stream it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know about which in the hundred night. We will see. But yeah, they're good games though. Cool. I guess we can wrap it up there. Let We've is, done our work wrap. for a Monday. Yeah. Uh, all that remains to be said is go to our website at www.goplaythat.com. 
Yeah, that's right. I went there with the three Ws. Uh, <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at GoPlayThat. And yeah, Bob's on Beam a lot. As what's your name on Beam? I forgot. <laughs> Bob Morate. It's just it's just Bob Morate. Beam.pro slash Bob Morate. Okay. And um, if you if you happen to tune into my profile on Beam, you will also see that the GoPlayThat team logo is over there. So that will take us to to our team page. Where all of us are listed. So, yep. join us there. I'll be on YouTube Gaming because my computer doesn't handle games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll be on our. We'll get you there, man. Yeah, one day, one day. And uh, yeah, you know, talk to us on Twitter, send us an email, poke us in the face with a sharp stick, whatever you want to do. We're here. Till next week. Bye. Have a great one. Bye bye. Yeah.